0: Hello and welcome everyone to the High Ground Podcast. I am super excited. This is episode 66. Yes, I know 65 isn't up. It's a long story. Don't worry about it today. We're just moving forward. (laughs) Today we are going to be talking about Asian representation in Star Wars. I have an awesome panel and I'm excited to, to get into it and get started right here on the High Ground. Hello and welcome all of my guests here on the high ground podcast. I am. uh, Yeah, I'm excited to to talk. We got we got uh, two first time people on as well as my dyad element seven, otherwise known as pep. Um, But yeah, I want to get started by going around, having everyone uh, introduce themselves, let us know who are you, where can we find your amazing content and uh, to kind of break the ice, your character in Star Wars. What era do you live in? What do you do? And what character we know is your best friend? Um, I'm gonna start with uh with Nick first on this one. Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I am uh, amazing, Uh You can find me on TikTok. I talk a lot about pop culture, uh, usually Marvel, as it's the most relevant to me now. Uh, but I talk about a lot of different things, a lot of different movies, a lot of different stuff that. Um, that I find interesting um, Radiant Black Read Radiant, Radiant Black, Black everyone. Absolutely Radiant Black Personality trait of mine um, And I said before <laughs> The audio cut out That I'd probably live In like the Prequel era But I think I'd probably Now Thinking about it A little bit more I uh, wouldn't be able to write an X-Wing In that era So I'd probably <laughs> Be in the um, Oh my god The actual
2: Like
1: The original trilogy era The original trilogy area Yeah Cause uh probably after after the fall of Darth Vader and all that yeah. where it's uh, you get a little time of peace where everyone's kind of chill yeah you get hang out with Pedro Pascal um, but it's all like it also just feels very like western to me and I feel like that would be a lot of fun to kind of explore it probably be like a like a pilot I'm not out of the the gunction to be a, a bounty hunter or anything I would definitely just be like a I don't know like a, a pilot in some kind of capacity um to explore the galaxy as much as possible. Um, I don't want to be like a runner or something. I don't want to be like a, <laughs> a carrier or anything like that, but something that would involve me traveling as much as possible.
0: Um, and then what was the rest of the questions they were? Uh No, that, that was pretty much it. It okay. was. Oh, it's the last one is who would be your best friend? It would be a very young Poe Dameron.
1: <laughs> I, okay. I, I love Poe Dameron. <laughs> He's my favorite character. Um, cause he's just like this hotshot pilot and that's really fun to see for me. Um, yeah, that's,
0: I think that's, that's the answer I got for that. Awesome. Awesome. I will, I will say if you were in the prequel era, you could still fly a Z 95 headhunter. That's true. Um, and those they're are, pretty, it's, it's, it's not, it's not an X-wing, but it's, they're, yeah. they're pretty dope. <laughs> um, awesome. How about you? Uh, how about you, Victoria?
3: Yes, Um, I'm Victoria. I go by Victoria Organa. So obviously I love Star Wars. Um, But that's on TikTok and Twitter, Instagram, most places you can find me. Um, I post a lot about pop culture, media. I started off with a lot of Star Wars, but since Marvel got really big in 2021, I've been doing a lot of that content, too. Uh, Your Loki stuff was awesome. Yeah, (laughs) thank you. I was going to say, you can also find myself and Nick on our our own podcast tomorrow, Voices of Atlas, where we talk about like more of this diversity stuff and an Asian perspective in media, which is super cool. Uh, but to answer the question, I would be a character in the post-sequel era. So after the Rise of Skywalker, things are kind of coming down. <laughs> uh, government's <laughs> probably reforming around then. Um, as much as I'd like to think I would be a forest user, realistically I'd probably also be a pilot I love driving
2: <laughs> I love planes.
3: I love spaceships like that's why I love Star Wars because it's space um but instead of you're talking earlier before audio issues were <laughs> discovered about squadrons um, you you like driving in the x-wing the a-wing was my favorite <laughs> I, I love a good a-wing so that's probably what I'd fly um and my best friends would probably, I'd like to have Rose as one of my best friends because she's an engineer. She could also help me fix mm-hmm. my, my craft. So I feel like that'd be a good little duo or Chewy because he's the best pilot, like, co-pilot there is. Yeah. I think he'd he just, uh, you know, be good help and good fun. So.
0: I mean, a life that literally means he's ride or die for you, so...
3: <laughs> he doesn't have to be like We could just be best buds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let him go home to uh, whoever, wherever.
0: <laughs> uh, awesome. Um, real quick, I have uh, Obi-Wan in the chat uh, saying, hi, Republic. I would want to be a Jedi. Uh, Camilla, uh, Wookie. which definitely check out Beings of the Galaxy podcast. It is Awesome. You may hear some familiar voices, uh, mine and perhaps on there. Uh, but uh, she would be a hollow journalist named Lanis Locke, who works at Beyond the Outer Rim Mag and runs a podcast called Beings of the Galaxy. So it all comes full, full circle there. Um, X-Core Gamer Skills. Uh, I would live after Endor. And if I couldn't be a Jedi, I'd be a mechanic. I try to make friends with Han and Chewie. Awesome. Um, x Game Skills, part of uh, Conspiracy Cantina. Check them out. And St. Pat's is, is going to draw a character for Camilla. So I got to I got to check that out. Nice. Uh, but uh, yeah, how about you, Pep? Uh, Element 7, tell us where we can find you, your awesome stuff, and who you would be in Star Wars. Well, I'm Pep uh,
4: and element seven on the, the interwebs. You can find me on TikTok at underscore element seven underscore. You can find me on YouTube dot com slash element seven. S number seven letter S. Uh, I do Star Wars and I also at the same time don't know a thing about Star Wars. Uh, I, don't, I don't understand Star Wars and I'm, no, and I'm I a filthy casual and I must be new to Star Wars. But if you have questions about Star Wars, you can ask me and I'll answer them. Um, And I do host a uh, podcast with Darth Chaco on Saturdays at 5 p.m. Pacific called Diet in the Force. Talk about all the time sensitive stuff like new things that happen, new news that is announced of the week. And then we just hang out with the chat. Um, Now, I do have to I do have to reach out for some clarity on this question. Is this like a one to one insert? character or is this like <laughs> am I manifesting my ideal self?
0: Uh you're you're living your best life. Uh so so yeah go ahead go ahead and manifest.
4: I would actually be I would actually be in the High Republic um under the tutelage of Orla Jireni. Okay. Because she's a I, I love the concept of Wayseekers and Even though she is my master, I would be more like Wreath and I would be like a scholarly knowledge, holocron keeper, archivist type of character. Um, With that said, my best my bestie would probably be Wreath.
0: I could definitely see that and. um, Unsurprisingly, my dad has largely chosen mine, uh, but <laughs> uh, I, I could, but I, I feel like I could live in, in most eras. I, I would like to be a, a Jedi or just um, I love to learn and to catalog catalog and, you know, just dive deep into knowledge and explain things and. Um, stuff like that. And I have always had to uh, because of certain living situations, we'll say, you always had to know how to fight, but always wanted to seek peace. That's always been like a thing for me. And so I know that's that's kind of where that's kind of where I'm at. So um, awesome. Love it. Love to hear it. Um, all right. So kind of going around. And by the way, this Going forward, will will be conversational. I, I do call on someone to get started, but feel free to hop in if you guys want to want to talk. Um, but I want to kind of put these two questions together. What is the theme that you take away from Star Wars, and what does Star Wars mean to you? And why is it important? Like before we jump into the heavy topics, I we gotta we'll get a feel for for how you guys interact with the medium. For this one, I will uh, I'll start with uh, with Pep. So the theme
4: that I get from Star Wars has always been family. You know, um, from the first original trilogy to the prequel to the sequel, the, the, the underlying message has always been, like, family, whether it's blood bonds or friend bonds or any kind of bonds that um, matter because, like, you know, the whole, the whole purpose of the rebellion and the Republic, and then the Resistance, was always to kind of maintain this um, sort of idealistic um, picture of what the galaxy meant to them. But it was always someone that was, like, um, selfish about what they, what the galaxy meant to them, that kind of uh, ruined things, um, for the lack of a better um, description. Um, and, you know, George Lucas even, like, confirms this, like, it was always about selfish versus selfless. Um, and that's what it always comes down to, is that the dark side is selfish. And um, to be selfless is to kind of put yourself in a in a position to accept everyone and anyone as your family um, without boundaries and without kind of like this this binary are you blood or are you not blood type of like criteria Um, and that that's what Star Wars has always meant to me so like it's always been family and no matter who you are where you come from um, what your purpose is it's always it, it always has a profound impact on everyone else and so like the collective good will always kind of be Important to me, and that's like the message I get from a lot of Star Wars, including the comics and the books. Awesome. What,
1: what's your favorite like piece of media that kind of like explores that? Like, which is there a specific film or like Um anime?
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just in general, it's true, it, it all yeah. is. um <laughs> the Fast and the Furious. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, how, how about you, uh, Victoria?
3: yeah so like obviously to touch on pep with family that that's at the core kind of what it means to me i'll get into the themes that i take away uh in a little bit but it's star wars at least it's something i grew up with they brought a lot of memories it's like it meant family in a way of like you know not through the themes of star wars even though it's a lot of found family um but it's just like to be able to spend time and enjoy this uh, piece of media with my family, uh, which is super special because it's so vast. There's so many things going on with it. Like what's not to love about it. So like everyone in our family can enjoy, go to the movie theaters for Christmas and see everything. Uh, But the themes I use, like I take away from Star Wars that makes me just really love it is like hope and like sort of the world and bubble we live in is so much bigger than just us. Like there's this vast galaxy. And then the things that you do, even though we feel so small in it, like it matters and it matters across the universe. Um, just putting like doing a good deed or doing something just for the cause you know, it's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also with that, I find like another one of the big themes I take away from Star Wars is like just balance. Um, not necessarily just light and dark, there's good and bad and like, but you have to be accepting and willing both. Cause like, even like with Anakin, like it's his refusal and Jedi being so strict in the one way of like being binary between good or bad is what kind of pulled him away. So like having this acceptance and moderation and balance within yourself uh, is really important too because yeah Jedi and stuff are selfless and the Sith are selfish but to exist and thrive in yourself you need to take a little bit of both or else mm-hmm. you won't put time for yourself first so it's like I don't know those themes I carry with, with me every day
0: <laughs> yeah definitely I mean you gotta you know on an airplane you gotta put your own mask on first that's mm-hmm. not you know it's you, you, gotta, you gotta take care of yourself and love yourself
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure
0: um, I always imagine someone
4: trying to put on another person's mask on first, but then passing out in the process <laughs> and just failing, and then every,
0: everyone dies. And you're like, oh,
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah,
3: sometimes you have to take some time for yourself to help everyone yeah. else. So
0: yeah. uh, we got a uh, Bobby Perez who says, always trust your heart. Um, mm-hmm. This doesn't actually <laughs> show the emoji. Oh, okay. So it just says Truly purple I'm heart. <laughs> Uh, X-Core Gamerskill says there's more to inheritance than blood. Absolutely true. Julie Christine says to Pep, Okay, Dominic Toretto Uh, had had to be had to be Mm -hmm. done. (laughs) Um, And got Lord Dagover in the chat. I don't know if you can guess what he said, Um, but he's. uh, Pep, can you guess what he says? Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go indeed. (laughs) And Bobby also says Star Wars is redemption, which is very true. And I love that we can all pull different things from it. Uh, How about you, Nick? Uh,
1: I think for me, it's definitely just like balance. I know like they talk a lot about like what balance is, you know, in the clear cut of like what is light and dark. Um, But the more I explore like the Star Wars universe, (laughs) the more like diverse that kind of becomes, right? Because it's I think the force is kind of used as a way to depict um, where someone stands like morally, uh, whether they're selfish or they're unselfish. Um, and you kind of see that both like in extremes on both sides, like in the light, in the dark, where someone is fully consumed by it, like like Emperor Palpatine or um, Darth Vader, who like, you know, is fully onto the dark side. Um, but that's like the journey you go on with like Anakin, like how who's convinced to join the Jedi and stuff like that. And then the more you think about it, right? We, we've all had that discussion, like are the Jedi really good people uh, for what they're doing? Are they really uh, peacekeeping? Uh, in times of the Clone Wars, they were generals. And it's like, that doesn't really sound like a peacekeeper to me. Um, is the ideology of being a good person really aligned with being a Jedi? Is, is it wrong to fall in love as a person um, and, and that be a driving motivation to what you do? That's, that's something you see along the lines of like a dark force user. Um, so it's like it's the more you think about that question of like oh what is truly balance is it just there's a right and there's a wrong or is it is it a lot more complicated than that Mm -hmm. and it it really opens up that question for me And, and the the characters that kind of not struggle but but choose to follow like the path to understand both sides is the most compelling to me Ahsoka Tano is obviously like the one that comes to mind who's like questioning the jedi order all the way through the entirety of the clone wars and it's like with good reasons she brings up a lot of good points it's like why are we doing this why are we in times of war she met the she met the they're not the resistance the the trade federation yeah yeah um, and she understands like how they are as people and and that's that like enlightens you a little bit that enlightened me a little bit uh, of understanding what you know it's not as clear cut all the time right and yes we yeah. do have these depictions of like Red is bad. Blue and green is good. Um, but yeah, the, the deeper you delve into it, the more compelling and more complicated it can be. And I think that's that's really important. That sometimes life doesn't always have a right and a wrong answer, a good and a bad person. Sometimes your good actions might be perceived terribly, or your terrible actions might you know, be perceived as as good for someone else. And it's it's, Mm -hmm. it's just really interesting to kind of see that point of view expressed in Star Wars.
4: I think that's why a lot of the stories deal with redemption, Mm -hmm. right? Because Mm -hmm. it's not always just an outward evil. It's always someone that started like from like they're good and then with good intentions and then kind of drove themselves into that corner mm-hmm. and then became that evil. Of course, Palpatine always is like for for <laughs> simplicity's sake, for narrative purposes, he is the de facto evil. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, An- but Anakin being Vader is just like the perfect example of like this person wasn't, you know, outwardly evil. He started off with good intentions and he started off like pure. And then, you know, circumstances led him to be that that evil. Um, and that's why redemption yeah. is very important.
0: Yeah, I, I, absolutely. And I I love how um I mean, I love how you put it because, you know, well, real quick, I I do want to shout out uh Jedi Master de Paul. Thank you for for dropping love. I always appreciate you. Um the other half of uh of Conspiracy Cantina. Uh they're a lot of fun. We've visited on that podcast before and it's yeah, they're just all the best. By the way, I love this Star Wars community. It's like the best of any community. It's just super positive. Everyone's super chill. Um, It's it's awesome. Um, But (laughs) real quick, what what I was saying is um, that I've mostly lost what I was going to say. (laughs) Damn, I knew I shouldn't have gone off. (laughs) Uh, Oh, just just about how, yeah, not Not everything is is good or bad. There is something I think about in the book um, Master and Apprentice, where Qui-Gon brings up the slavery that's in the galaxy, like we need to do something about this. And Yoda tells him and and explains, um, do you know how much power or influence we would need in order to make that a galaxy wide change? And that was something I've never thought about before, because we as a fan base, we simplify it. But, like, would that require the Jedi pass legislation? Um, what do they impose? Is that them getting more involved politically, less involved? And I'm not saying that slavery is good. Obviously, it's it's not. And, and I do think they mm-hmm. should have done more to stop it. But these things always, you know, there's, there's always a lot more moving pieces. But since this is media meant to be consumed by younger people, you have Palpatine as like the backstop for evil. Like,
2: mm-hmm. yeah,
0: he's, he's, he's just bad. But oftentimes the villain of one story is the victim of another story, which is really interesting. Um, for me, my big takeaway when it comes to star Wars is I always think about how, um, how you never trample the little people. You know, uh, all all the empires in, are toppled by the people who are overlooked. You know, these people that are pushed into the margins of society, um, and even more than that, like droids. Without droid, like <laughs> droids are beneath people's notice. Droids <laughs> screwed over the the Empire and the First Order, like, you know, uh, Ewoks, not a threat, right? Tiny little bears. No, that bear is stronger than than a human and has knows how to use weapons and has opposable thumbs and eats human flesh. That is terrifying. Play Ewok hunt <laughs> uh, and, and come back at me. Um, yeah. So that's kind of my takeaway is, is don't don't look over people. Don't look. Don't you' that you are above others. Um, because it's it's humility that really wins over in the end
1: I think that's some of my favorite stories from like um, the Clone Wars is just like the ones that don't involve Jedi the ones that are a little bit more focused on like clones I think my favorite one I forget the name of the episode but it's like a, a clone was like missing and he forgot who he was and he was like a fry cook Um.
0: oh yeah Gregor
1: Gregor yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and you find out he like he is this like know badass uh, clone trooper um yeah like a jedi comes in and like says like hey man you're supposed to be this but it's really more about him and like his coming to understanding like who he is and that's like way more interesting to me uh finding out like stories like that that exist in the universe that aren't always directly connected to jedi or sith or or force wield users those are those are the stories i like um hearing about a lot
0: yeah same um Mm -hmm. shout out to uh To our boy, Josh, Mesa Windu, thank you so much for the donation. Victory celebration all day, DePaul. Um, There's (laughs) Jenna Master DePaul is Yub Nub for life. Um, Yeah, it's it's I go back and forth. Uh, The baseline for Yub Nub slaps as a musician. Go back and check it out. You it's surprisingly funky. Like, yeah, yeah, it's (laughs) St. Pat says deadly teddy bears for the win. And it's always droids that come in clutch.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Harris Production says Ewok Hunt is scary, especially with Chaco. Uh, I I played so um, Luke over at Podwans <laughs> podcast uh, will every now and then stream some games. So I joined them and we played some oh. Ewok Hunt. <laughs> uh, it was it was uh, horrifying. That game is is quite scary. Uh, should play
4: some survival horrors and stream it for no. Halloween.
1: Can't, can't do that. <laughs> me too. I can't do that. Forget that. Okay. The scariest I, movie I saw was Haunted Mansion back to, like, years ago.
4: <laughs> I swear to God. I, I I don't know. It was a couple of years ago. I decided to stream Slenderman.
2: Oh my
4: and and yeah. I, I never cursed so much in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I never said balls
4: so many times in my oh, life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, like <laughs> uh, someone reached out and was like, hey, you want to. Uh, do like an unboxing for like this scary movie that's coming out. I was like, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah. yeah. nah, I'm good. Um. <laughs> uh, but really quickly on your on your thing about
4: don't push the small people. I mean this is the reason why the, the, the term martyr exists, you know. Um, and a great quote from Isaac Asimov um, creating martyrs of dissidents is an, is a risky enterprise. Yeah, and yeah. it's basically what you just said. Don't push the small people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's so true. And, <laughs> you know, that's how you get that's how you get revolutions. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
2: all
0: right. So all right. Now we've kind of got everyone's feels for it and everyone's preferences. All right. We jump into the, the, the subject in at hand. Right. We're going to talking about Asian representation. Um, now, obviously, I am not part of the Asian community i guess it's not (laughs) technically obvious but um so i have questions i've kind of sent you guys some of the questions Mm
2: -hmm.
0: if there's more stuff that you want to add if there's stuff that you want to change if there is more points you want to bring out feel free to do it because i don't have the wherewithal to ask all the proper questions you know but (laughs) um but you know how would seeing yourself um how would seeing yourself or people like you represented like, what would that mean to you? And why is representation important? And I'll, I'll, go, to, um, I'll go to Nick first.
1: Um, I mean, like, consuming media as a kid, right? Like, you always kind of look, without even knowing, you're, like, looking for yourself constantly um, and how you relate to the character as best as you can. And sometimes mm-hmm. it does boil down mm-hmm. to just, like, oh, that guy looks like me. And I feel like if that guy looks like me, then I can do what that guy can do or I can do what that person can do. Um, so, like, With myself growing up, I'm a mixed individual. I'm Latino and Filipino. Um, It it feels like, well, I'm never going to get that ever. So I should probably just settle for what I got. And a lot of people feel that way. A lot of people feel like, oh, well, I'm never going to see myself on the big screen. That's something I shouldn't be looking for. Um, And me and Victoria have talked about this because Shang-Chi did release um, and how we felt when we first saw that. And it was like an enlightening moment for Mm -hmm. both of us. Right. I didn't even understand what I was watching through the film mm-hmm. until it was over. And I was, I was living in some kind of like denial state. I was like, there's no way that this movie exists where the main <laughs> character is Asian. There's no way. Um, I was expecting like Danny Rand to show up and, and take the seat from, from Shang-Chi um, because I was so conditioned to believe like uh, no one, no one that looks like you can have this spot right now. Um, but to have that is like really important. Right. And that's, that's, For me as an adult, that's crazy. For someone who's like a child, for someone who who doesn't understand like how important that can be to them, it's gonna make them for the rest of their life. They're gonna live off that energy and carry it forward, right? And I mean, uh, all of us, me, Victoria, um, uh, Element Seven, like we all just have that energy that when we find something that we really enjoy, we carry it through with us forever, right? We love Star Wars, we love Marvel. and we talk about it because it's important, right? Because we want more of those moments to happen, not just for ourselves, but for other people. And that's 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 a big deal for everybody, I think.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I
4: mean, yeah. oh, go for a
3: victory. Oh, victory. no, I was just going to say, yeah, for sure. It's just like, at this point, like, I'm in my mid-20s. <laughs> and stuff. So I'm just like, I feel like I'm getting old. Uh, to the point to, like, where seeing this stuff and like seeing myself in media like it's just that's important now but like i'm past like those formative years and i'm just like this would be super freaking cool (laughs) like if someone like me had this when i was like four five like (laughs) the first time when i was like saw star wars and stuff i was like i latched onto padman because like you know she's like the only woman character (laughs) in that movie really um seeing the Phantom Menace and stuff, but I was just like, that would have been so cool. Like, I like, even like seeing my brother's reaction to Shang-Chi because like, I don't as much, like, we look the same, but I don't think he's given as much thought into like this representation to media stuff. He's just, I had to like keep on like picking my job (laughs) off the floor. He's just like, I love stories. I love Marvel. I love everything. It's just like, but I didn't realize I was missing such a big part of me and I'm just like this makes me sad that like we were both in our 20s when we figured this out like he's in his later 20s and I only figured this out a few years ago like I was just like there was like one movie it was like to all the boys I loved before like they had like a mm-hmm. a mixed uh, Laura Jean that's mixed white and uh, mm-hmm. I think Chinese or I, I forget what her other mixes but I'm like I'm white and Chinese I, I can exist in the media yeah so it, it, like, yeah. it was like a, such a turning point I'm just like I shouldn't have to realize this and have settled just for well any one who's not a guy I could be <laughs> like, it's nah. it, it was just mind blowing and I guess like uh, to add on to that a little bit more too is seeing The Last Jedi with Rose and Rose gets a lot of shit up but mm-hmm. it was so special because, like, after two, I know uh, Choco. You you let me uh, the book of uh, Rose and her sister as well, and I was able to to read through that. And I'm just like, she looks like me. Not, I mean, obviously not fully. I'm mixed. And uh, Kelly where Marie Tran is isn't, but like, she looks like me. She's part of the Star Wars galaxy she's an engineer. I'm an engineer. Like, I was so seen. I'm just like, this is so good. But then on the other hand, it's just like, okay, then like the, such negative press and oh, reaction yeah. to it was, That was a bad disappointing, time. but, uh, it continues to be, but you know, I've learned that they're just, they just are. <laughs> can really change their minds sometimes if they have a strong bias, but I'll live apologetically and, uh, take up the space because why, why wouldn't there be Asians in star Wars? right?
4: Absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest thing about seeing yourself um, or seeing your um, someone like you represented in media is just to know that you matter,
2: mm-hmm. that,
4: that you exist in the world and being Filipino, I grew up, um, I grew up on the East coast and I was either Chinese or Japanese. No one gave a crap about, what i was um i would say i was filipino i was like what is that and so like you grow up thinking that the only asians that matter are chinese and japanese um and then you know in popular media you want to see your culture celebrated you want to share your culture as much as possible so when i see like anthony bourdain or like these high level food critics doing episodes in the philippines i'm super proud for it i'm i'm proud to see my culture in the eyes of popular media and so like seeing people seeing asians or seeing uh, a filipino um shout out to uh you know ned in Mm spider-man Just seeing those people is like, yo, we're we're being rec- um, recognized like this isn't a thing like we're not the we're not the quote unquote Mexicans of Asia anymore. We're, mm-hmm. we're we're Asians. We're it's not just Chinese and Japanese. Um, and so like that, that's the most important thing, because every time I see like whenever, especially in like um, real life, when people are talking about how like, their favorite cuisine is Filipino. Mm-hmm. Food and they just so tasted
1: good. this Filipino, which is food. delicious. So yeah. good! It's, oh yeah, it's absolutely delicious. It looks awful, it's delicious.
4: <laughs> Listen, presentation is not not a
2: priority in the Filipino cuisine,
4: but it'll knock your socks off in
0: terms of taste and flavor. Um, Real quite, quick, like, my my wife works at the at the hospital, and she comes home really excited one day, and she's like. I got in with the Filipinos because <laughs> 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 they always bring food. And she's like bringing oh, yeah. me Lumpia. And I'm like, it's, it's a good stuff. But I keep yeah. going, Pep.
4: Oh, well, no, that that was kind of like the, the end of my thoughts there. It's just, just like aside from seeing characters in Star Wars and characters in, in media, it's like you see yourself in the life that you lived on screen in popular media. And then it makes you feel like you matter to the world in um, that. Your experience and where you came from, your heritage, isn't just something that's a part of you. It's it's, it's part of the world, right? And so, like mm-hmm. when people have like when they have lumpia f- um, for the first time and they're like, "Oh man, this is <laughs> amazing!" I'm like, "That that's Filipino right there." It's it's the same thing as like a, a parent going to like a, a soccer game. It's like that's my son. You know, it's a part yeah. of you that's out there that's that's making waves. Um, wow, I didn't even prepare this. But speaking of waves, like. Wave, Agents of At- Atlas, uh, that was an yeah. amazing, like, reveal to see. Now, I haven't read it yet, but I plan to. But it was awesome to find out that, that there was a Filipino superhero
1: oh, And Eria Lacriani. She's the new Captain America. Captain America. Ooh, Issue number okay. four. She is fantastic. I have to My, read that now. It's, yeah, read the United States of Captain America run. It's really good. And, yeah, her introduced. Her being introduced was such a big deal for me. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not like, taking this as a Marvel <laughs> podcast. Um, but her being introduced um, was a big deal for me and my fiancé because we're both Filipino. Um, and that means so much to us, you know? That, that means the world to us, that we get to see ourselves represented. Um, even if these characters don't exist, right? Like, our identities are real things. And that's that's something we strive to look for. And um, I always run into this argument, right? I think, uh, I, Darth Chaco, you've you've talked about this. It's like well races don't exist in in space races don't exist in in star wars they're just they're just people or why does it have to matter if they're asian or black or anything it's it is important like yeah okay there's no asia in space that doesn't mean people don't look like me this is media that's made (laughs) on earth by people who exist if that's true then people can look like whatever they want so what's the problem with them looking asian them looking latino what's we just want that. If it's no difference, then what's the big deal for asking for it? It's, yeah, it, and that's it's
4: it's very circular. Yeah, because if there's no race in space, then then why does it have to be white people?
2: Yeah, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I was it's gonna say life, that too. I was just like, it's not always like oh the representation, like seeing yourself. It's just like not seeing yourself, and just like yeah, you can yeah. have like all these colors of twilix, and you guys are okay with that. Yeah. But as soon as you have a different shade of human, it, it all goes to shit. And it's just like, then so it's like, okay, racism. So no, like, that's okay, forced. So that's forced. That's forced. it's race? Like, <laughs> forced. It's forced. It's forced. It's absolutely forced.
4: White characters, white characters, black forced diversity.
0: <laughs> I don't understand that at all. And real quick, I, I want to bring out uh, Scheming for Sriracha in, in the chat says, uh, it really hits home if one day you have a kid and they recognize it. Yeah. I'll never forget my daughter watching Spider-Verse. And when Penny shows up on screen, she says, that's me. Oh, oh that's man. Adorable. isn't that like die? I, I had I had this weird moment because, again, you know, I'm older, so I, I thought I was past um, needing to see this this type of thing. But I saw a commercial for Black Panther where, like, the two main kids in the commercial where it was a black boy and girl and there was a white kid that was playing with them who also had like Shuri's things, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I almost cried. Like, it's like, why is this hitting me so hard? Oh, because we've only ever (laughs) been sidekicks. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like to bring up the MCU every MCU character has a no black sidekick <laughs>
3: <laughs> no in like you know? base 4 they've been sprinkling in the the Asian side character mm-hmm. you know
0: <laughs> no, it's true but but you know to see that I can be the the main character um you know and and whether or not they, like it's it's always mattered because you can as far back as I can remember as a child I remember watching Doug and I look at Skeeter I'm like oh he's black yeah. Why, why did I do that? <laughs> everyone did that. Yeah. You know, watch back Dragon Ball Z. Piccolo, he's black, mm-hmm. for sure. There's, there's no, you know, like, and everyone did that separately, <laughs> and and it's because, like you said, not only do we want to see ourselves, and we will instinctively look for ourselves, but it hurts when we don't see anything like us. Mm-hmm. Um, And a lot of these shows, you know, I honestly think that stuff like Star Wars and, you know, Marvel and comic books are the most important media um, because that's where a lot of um, younger people, you know, kids get lessons in morality um, and helps kind of frame certain things in their mind. And to never see a person of color like it affects both people on both sides you know what i mean Mm -hmm.
3: and they're all just global universe expanding stories too like
1: yeah they're all white that's crazy they're all they're all (laughs) white
3: and they're all in america yeah
1: that's weird (laughs) (laughs) that's so strange
3: i I mean look out my window and i can see a lot of not white people right now so i'm like Hmm. something's not accurate, yeah. I
4: mean, even if we're attacking this from the, the fictitious angle, fiction has always been, you know, derivative of life, of our right. world. You know, mm-hmm. why do we have Twilix? Why do we have um, all of these different aliens who still have human, like physiologically human bodies and, sh- and anatomies that are familiar to us because they're derivative of how we see ourselves? Oh, it's just a human, but with Leku. So, mm-hmm. like, everything, including the aliens, comes down to like how the world is to us. And so, if we don't see a world that is kind of analogous to what we see in real life, then it kind of is like a disconnect in terms of
1: narrative. This is a little bit of like relevant news, but we also the tri- we also the poster for the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. I-, I really like how Boba Fett. His actor, God, I forget his name, but he he is of um, Pacific Islander origin, mm-hmm. so he incorporates that in The Mandalorian, where he he uses weapons from his culture. He uses, he has like these drapes. I think he adds on to his um, he adds on to his armor, that kind of is more aligned with like his culture, and I think that's cool. And everyone really loved it right mm-hmm. but like looking into it it's it's it adds to his character and it makes him just like way cooler um and it's just it's nice to see that you know like yeah these things don't exist in the realm of star wars but they exist to people and especially like to the actor and he's bringing that to the character and that's always like great to see cuz again like someone's going to look at that and be like that's that's it's who I am
2: culture yeah I recognize <laughs> that
1: it's me and that, that that elevates his character like way beyond what it was before it feels real you know and that's that's why we watch these stories it doesn't matter if they're in space long long time ago they still matter
0: and, and i i would argue that the realism in there is the most important part mm-hmm. because it helps you suss out like you know i mean the the empire doesn't exist it's based off of stuff that yeah. existed mm-hmm. you was, know
2: yeah
0: um, but I love how you know Obi Wan says um, in the chat says the only thing forced about the diversity in Star Wars is the lack of it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Michael Hubbard, you know, says uh, unrelated but similar story. <laughs> I let me bring it up. I showed my Star Wars to my eight year old niece when we mm-hmm. got to the sequels and met Rey. She said, "Girls can be Jedi." Like, it was so, a- foreign. so foreign. and. Yeah, it's just it's it's right there. <laughs> but Nick, you were already touching on it. The next question was, you know, why does it matter? Why does race or ethnicity matter? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't it all just go to the best actor? You no. know, if it's,
1: oh, if God. <laughs> see, uh, every time I get presented with that question, it's like, oh, shouldn't it go to the best actor? And it's like, OK, well, who did the casting for it then? How many people did they ask? How many people of color did they ask? How many how many opportunities did they give? to those people and it's like well i don't know the answer to that i was like okay then you can't really just say that it's the best actor because if all of the best if all the people who tried out for the for the role was all white it doesn't really matter who the best actor was because then no equal opportunity was given to people of color people of different backgrounds so that 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 question is just like up in the air forever (laughs) because it's never it never gets answered properly um but yeah it's just a frustrating thing to deal with Mm -hmm.
0: And also, if that's the case, you know, there's so many times where a person of color is in a role or in something and people will call that force diversity. And you're like, how do you know that they weren't the best, uh, the, had the best, you know, audition for it? You know, like mm-hmm. I heard I heard that with uh, <laughs> the terrible Fantastic Four movie, uh, Fan-Four-Stick. Um, <laughs> and when when Michael B. Jordan was was cast, and I'm like, you're you're... But you're you're trying to tell me you don't think Michael B. Jordan was not the best audition there for yeah. sure. Yeah. Come on, man.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like just just to kind of
4: go, go meta on this, like what is your metric for best actor to begin with? Because yeah. if we're talking about like a certain ethnicity that's being represented on screen, you kind of have to think about who is going to give the best Acting performance, the one who's familiar with that experience, or the one who's emulating that. Like mm-hmm. Finn Jones in, in Danny Rand, who is emulating martial arts, versus like my pick for Danny Rand, which is Daniel Wu in Into the Badlands, um, who who lived martial arts, lived that culture, and understands it, but he speaks really good English and he's a good actor. Um, it's all about kind of like finding that that experience whether it's the black experience the asian experience you cannot get that from just someone who is a good actor mm-hmm. like yeah if you're playing an asian um yeah. namely filipino because i'm filipino if you're playing a filipino you better be damn well well versed in filipino culture to give that performance because i don't want people like act like Claiming to be the best actor for the role and saying "Lachan" instead of Le Chun, um, or <laughs> being authentic with Filipino, um, the Filipino experience. So it's all about like being authentic to that experience. So whether or not they're the best actor, I think the the best experience or the best performance came, comes from the person who is most um, familiar with that experience.
3: Yeah. And I was like, I wanted to add to, cause I am all too familiar <laughs> with this question. Like, cause it's not just the film industry. I work in tech and then I, you know, sometimes tech bros they'll be like, well, they only hired you because you're a girl and like, they're trying to get those diversity points be like, you're like, they should just hire the best person. So the same argument is in <laughs> and it's just like, walk me through that. So you're implying that, no one, or in that case, no woman, or if if they're casting an Asian person, a black person, whoever, you're saying that that entire population has no talent.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Of, like To meet that level. It's just like, you're not looking hard enough. And then you'd be like, well, you're forcing it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you, I, it's not forced, but like you kind of have to, you have to make way and make the effort to cast the right people because if you just say well there just wasn't the right person and they didn't perform as well well did you only get one person of color <laughs> and like 10 yeah. white people to audition like you have to really put out the like the casting calls and the efforts and like into it like you have to really try to reach and write these characters too because a lot of times people are like well they were originally a white character and the books or the comics or whatever, but like you can <laughs> like add to it. Like it's our world isn't just white, but like one of my favorite stories too recently was with the, the Shang-Chi casting, uh, uh, Mungar. She played Sha Ling. She didn't even really know she was <laughs> auditioning for her yeah, yeah. movie. They just stood <laughs> out like, you know, you need to be able to speak English, speak Mandarin and, uh, you know, like do martial arts and stuff and got a movie for you. And <laughs> uh, but like they like at least in that case, they put out the effort. They really try to seek somebody with authentic experience, as you were saying, Pep, too. Like it's like you, and then you will find the talent there. Like, you uh-huh. just have to search in the right places. You have to do an extra step. You have to put in the effort. Uh-huh. Some people say that's force, but like is it, <laughs> it seems pretty yeah. forced to have only one race in, like, they're the only white people in these fictional universes. It's, seems kind of lazy on the casting part.
4: <laughs> it's only forced yeah. if what they're used to is, is nothing like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it's, it's always, like, the idea of, like, what is forced, you know? It's like, obviously, this whole thing is, these companies are trying to make money. Obviously, any decision is, like, a conscious decision. Right. Yeah. And it's just the lack of recognition for where you should be putting your attention to certain things, right? Like um, I think the big like in like relation to Star Wars, like I like Poe Dameron, he is my favorite character, right? But they made him a spice runner. For did no one like conscious Yeah, like why did they make him a spice runner? As like uh, that's cool. And only you the know?
3: last movie too. Yeah.
1: And it's like weird. It's like why why? And then they changed his name to Hector for some reason. I don't know. It was <laughs> weird. It was just it was just like that that might seem like that seems like a thing that like someone overlooked because they didn't they weren't culturally aware of what that could mean for the representation in this movie. And like neglecting that is just it's also just as bad as not including proper representation.
3: Yeah. And I think I want to add quickly to that. Go ahead. We're talking a lot about like the actors we see on screen, Mm -hmm. but where we need to put a lot more effort is in the behind the scenes.
2: Mm -hmm. That's casting directors writers
3: everything because yeah they wouldn't they wouldn't have
1: done that (laughs) yeah there should have been a latino guy in that writing room like i don't know that seems kind of weird because that's that's obviously what everyone thought like me being latino like as soon as that happened i was like oh i don't like that That (laughs) i get it like he needs like a pilot background but i don't like that that seems so you could have done a a lot of different things other than being a spice runner that's
4: great that that goes hand in hand with The Asian experience or the the black experience, having those writers there, knowing that experience, you can't have a white guy write for the Asian experience and have Asian actors acting that writing. It's like, no, this isn't this isn't true. There's no single experience either. But like having those people in the writer's room will give the the best example of that experience versus a white guy who is fetishizing that experience.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And I mean we all we all talk about and we write it's what we know. <laughs> and so just like you said if it, I I I'd, be, I'd bet money that the whoever made that decision didn't think about it like that. Yeah. But, but there's also a sort of bias there of of like You know, if uh, at at an airport when they do random checks, certain people get checked more than others, and Mm -hmm. you may they may think that they're choosing randomly, but there is there's some Mm
3: -hmm.
0: an obvious bias bias that's that's happening, and
3: everyone uh, has biases too. You just have to be bold, like bold enough or confident enough to like. Admit that you might not see everything Because you do have mm-hmm. biases Like if you grow up in a certain neighborhood Certain things in a certain way around All the same types of people you're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to have biases And that's okay <laughs> <laughs> Just put well, in, the be, under- mean, aware in the effort I mean,
0: Finn didn't have anyone um, John Brega got on site And they didn't have anyone that knew how to cut black hair mm-hmm. and No one ever thought about not, that dude, And That's would- crazy Because like I didn't
1: know that, that That's... That's insane to hear, yeah,
0: uh, but that's that's just like uh, this a part of these cascading of, uh, mm-hmm. effects where if you want to become a barber, and you need to learn how to cut different types of hair, black hair isn't included with that, mm-hmm. and then they mm-hmm. hire people to do makeup and stuff, and
3: they don't they, have the right uh, makeup shades because they don't do that. And like I've seen after like John Boyega like spoke out about this, like you get a lot more. Uh, Black actors and actresses Talking about it And they're just like Yeah Or even models too Like I have to come And bring my own makeup And my own shades To these professionals And they'll just leave it to me When everybody else Gets their hair and makeup done It's just like That's really Screwed up Mm -hmm. To keep (laughs) Swearing (laughs) out of the way But like it's
1: And like addressing that Neglect that you have Is also like really important Like as an artist I understand, like, I, I want to draw di- people with different skin tones, different backgrounds, right? I have to understand that if I don't know how to draw somebody who's represented correctly, it's going to be a bad time. Like, I'm going to offend somebody. So, like, making sure I understand my own biases and adjusting it and making the effort to learn from them is important because, you know, uh, reading a lot of comic books, it's, it's it's important that we want representation in comic books. We want them to, to look proper and make sure that... Um, you know, we're not offending anybody. Artists, you know, me as an artist again is constantly learning how to how do I implement rep, or like representing people and not pushing so far to just like offend anyone. Um, you need to address like where your issues are internally and and the industry. Like, yeah, that is behind the scenes. Like having not enough people of color, having not enough people of backgrounds, being associated with the production process is is obvious when you get the final results and you do get those issues where something an idea is neglected or someone didn't think about how that might offend somebody it's 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 clear and and people definitely see it
0: yeah absolutely well uh moving forward i in regards to star wars how has the representation been so far um and I, just to get started, I feel like the reason we keep mentioning Marvel and stuff is because there's just not enough examples.
1: It's really, <laughs> really hard. Yeah, I mean, I like Danny. I like Danny Yen. He's my favorite actor, like from the A Man series, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. But like him being in Star Wars, I thought he was going to be I thought he would just be a bigger deal than he was. And as much as I liked this character, I just felt like he felt into like this very deep stereotype that I just didn't like. It didn't sit well with me. As much as I love Danny N and he he plays that role well, um, it's just like he's just the wise old man who says like, he says some something out of a fortune cookie every two two minutes and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, that's he was not the kung blind. fu
4: monk basically, yeah,
1: exactly. kung fu monk the blind <laughs> fighter, yeah. And I was like, okay, that's cool, like on paper, but then like in comparison to the rest of the cast, it was just like, oh, well, he's just a stereotype and.
2: Mm-hmm. I, uh,
1: well, I got I gotta choose Rogue One, but uh whatever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean so I think
0: uh, real, real quick, scheming first Rogers says uh for example the optics of um constantly reminding the viewer that Finn was a janitor kinda bugged me. And um, yeah. and then it just hit me, like so Finn's a janitor, Poe's a spice runner, and uh Ray is essentially a princess, or you know, the real related to The previous Supreme Chancellor Mm -hmm. Kylo Ren is literally a prince. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's just more fantasy than I think. (laughs) It's just funny, but uh, go go ahead, Pep. I think uh, I think
4: it's definitely gotten better. the uh, the only The only representation we we had of Star Wars was Nemoidians and that was by implication (laughs) only. Yeah. Okay. That hurts. Okay. Our,
1: yeah. The, Asian,
4: hurts. the, the Asians oh were the green aliens who were like, Where are the tritikos? And they weren't <laughs> even good accents either. Yeah. But we all, it even we all heard it. In it. <laughs> yeah. We all heard it and we were like, is that supposed to be an Asian accent? <laughs> um and then we have like, you know, um Fennec Shand. Um rose page like it has gotten better but i think Mm -hmm. i think you know where it needs to go from here is like deeper into the characters themselves right Mm -hmm. we we don't just want to see them like i want to see not to go we're going back to marvel again i want to (laughs) see i want (laughs) to see peter go to like ned's home and like have some food with his like lola or something yeah and be in that like environment we need that kind of representation too. like we can't just like it, it doesn't have to be a Benetton ad. We can we have to see characters in their environments showing those that environment and culture. Um, and even though the even though like there is no like Asian in Star Wars, like if we if we went back to like Hayes um, with like Rose and Paige in like some kind of like animated show and saw their culture there, however they would you know portray it it still would be very you know valuable to see that versus just having them as asians in the resistance you know what i
3: mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i don't i just want to answer that too is like i think we're getting better in star wars not to the same amount of ever that marvel's been putting in but we've had slightly less projects <laughs> come out all at once mm-hmm. for that but like seeing the sequels is a lot better than the prequels and because yeah we only had the Neimoidians and in the original trilogy you only had one Asian woman in a remastered version that they filmed see like see later for like the, the that Cantina song <laughs> uh, <laughs> they brought her in as a and it's just like that was filmed after <laughs> like 10 to at least 20 years after that but like we've been getting better but I, but where it's been probably best and I haven't consumed all of the High Republic content yet because there's a lot, we're getting a lot of different types of representation there which is really good it's got a lot of material to be there but we haven't really had that experience on screen yet and for the ex- characters that we've had we've mentioned like different uh, stereotypes that are still sneaking their way in but it's, like, a matter, too, of they're also not really supporting the actors, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, okay, hey, cool, we have Rose. She's, you know, a caring engineer. She's just, like, like one of the little guys, like, at, like, the heart of the... Re- She's basically a core of what the Resistance is, is, like, mm-hmm. uh, she has hope. She wants to do better for the world, even if it's just her small uh, part. And, she, like, so, but other planets like hers, like doesn't kind of get left in the dust or taken over um, but then just because bad fan reaction because they're like oh why is rose here basically just completely cut out of the rise of skywalker yeah, like, that sucks it's you were doing you're getting there you were so close but then you shy away <laughs> and yeah. for why
1: and i think the worst part is like people were like oh we don't like it's not that she's Asian that we don't like Rose we just don't like her as a character and I was like okay but like she kind of represented a big part of what the Resistance was doing mm-hmm. and you could have inserted technically any character yeah sure but what was wrong with her specifically why did we bully her why did we bully her actor that's yes. that's yeah. what was terrible it's like what was that That part didn't sit with me you can criticize the series sure I, I'm, I'm all for that But you don't
3: have to like every character either yeah. but it's
1: but to, to go out of your way to bully an actor out of a role, it, it just seems crazy. But her character
3: then. is just literally a kind person who yeah. cares about <laughs> animals I'm and so cool. people.
0: I, I legit, I didn't understand. And I still ask people, like, what did, what does she do? And they're like, oh, she's so much worse than Jar Jar. And they're like,
1: she okay, took but up too much
3: screen time. I wanted to see lightsabers go click-clack <laughs> against each other. Tired
1: of Jedi, man. I'm so tired of Jedi. You're
4: Finn. You're the hero of the Resistance. Oh,
0: man. This this woman. I don't understand.
3: I don't like it when <laughs> they speak. Yeah, exactly. Oh,
0: man. I, I, I legitimately, like... It, and I... I, I Oh, I, I cringe when I you know you guys mentioned the Nemoidians. I actually had a, a discussion about this with someone. They're like, what? there's plenty of black people. You had Stasili and uh, <laughs> like no, you can't just uh, you can't just put like, you can't only hire black people to be aliens, you know right. like that's it's so we- and, and legitimately um, Adigalia and Staciili, uh, among with some other characters, only became two characters after they realized that they don't look alike. <laughs> they filmed both. <laughs> they had a character in the in the Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. They brought in a different person to be that same character, and in poster, like they don't look anything I'm alike. Like,
3: I don't know. They're, uh, they're, they're
0: cousins or whatever. That doesn't matter
3: the same or replaceable <laughs> like, you know I, I just mean, pull another one
4: out Mace like, Window isn't even a Khorasani human he's he's an alien <laughs> he's from yeah. Horde Call so even like oh man like the white people are in Khorasan and then like all the other like <laughs> ethnicities are of a distant planet <laughs> oh my gosh And there's no races
3: or <laughs> you know what's in, what's they put them on different the planets
1: yeah what's interesting yeah. is in the more uh, older, I'm not well-versed in the races of Star Wars. You guys said it like a million times and I kept it in my head. Um, The the Asian-coded aliens, right? Everyone's Mm -hmm. chill with having Asian-coded aliens for the sake of their (laughs) entertainment. But the moment we just want an Asian actor in there, they're like, no. It's like, oh, but you're cool with having an Asian-coded character just to say some funny lines in a funny way. I
3: mean, yeah I mean, we're just, cool with like, that Jar Jar too is uh, yeah. very much
1: Jar-Jars. a walking stereotype yeah. not
2: irie
4: <laughs> I mean there was a lot of like backlash or not backlash there was a lot of like um you know ire from those that side of the fandom for people saying that Ahsoka was black too like right yeah what's so wrong with
1: that yeah,
3: these people yeah. are so upset and it's just so like she's, she's
1: She's black coated, and then what is it? But she has like indigenous roots in, in, um, or like indigenous, like lifestyle in, in Clone Wars. Um, (laughs) but I think that's, that's, that's fine because it's like you, you can, again, as people of color, different backgrounds, we look for things that we latch onto and there's nothing wrong with that because it's a shared experience. Um, so it's really it's really weird when people get upset about stuff like that. I I, yeah. I can't
0: comprehend it. I remember that, that post, like, oh, uh, the girl said Ahsoka Tano was black, and people got super pissed, and they're like, "Well, you have Rosario Dawson." They're like, "But she's Hispanic," and you're like, "But she's black." Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know. what, what 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 is? What valid. is your argument here? Yeah. Um, uh, I I don't know. It just it's always always kind of makes me kind of makes me laugh. Well, okay. So and then also, you know, and I I, I stitched your video saying you wanted to see an Asian Jedi mm-hmm. and I showed you one, you know. Oh, that was like, you. Okay. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the realization like, oh yeah, but this person exists has existed for 2 weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and and as as much and Ah, the character is super cool and like mm. the how the lightsaber are, are clipped are meant to like feel like drawing a katana um mm. is is cool, but like yeah, there's just not enough. So so right. so the question is what needs to be changed or added and what needs to be taken away? You know, what's what's been wrong? What do you guys think? Um well I think I, I think
4: I touched on this a little a little bit in our previous discussion. It's just like you, you need characters to have depth and story um, behind what they represent. Like you know, we were talking about having the black um, a black actor playing an alien in the background. Like, come on, that's that's not that's not anything, you know. <laughs> um, so just kind of like writing that writing their culture or writing that like fictional culture around something that's derivative of their own culture where they come from would be a a start in in terms of like a positive change um for representation because just having those characters on screen isn't enough i mean it's 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 a good start but like i would love i would love just as an example i would love to see roses you know Homeworld and their culture on Hayes, uh, and the the kind of like history and mythology behind Hasten Smelt. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and that, that that would be a good good change to start. And what would um, I guess introduce uh, in, into lore? Um, things on Coruscant that that lend to uh, ethnicities simple as that really
3: yeah. I was going to add on quickly to like your point with the the writing of the stories is like I think the first thing that they need to do is hire more people of color to write their stories in the Star Wars universe and really focus a lot of their time and energies into that um, kind of like It'd be so cool if there was, like, a Black Panther or a Shang-Chi movie of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, that would be mm. so epic, <laughs> um, too. Especially, like, because it's not super unrealistic. Like, they like people, too, like, is it uh, Brooke B. Dazzler's video, too? It's like, like oh, why are they leaning on, like, Japanese culture and anime for Star Wars? Mm-hmm. It's just, like, they pulled a lot of yeah. most of the Jedi culture <laughs> From Asian countries, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so why aren't they in the writing rooms? So why aren't their stories being told? Mm. Well, like using heavily using their culture as uh, inspiration, as the ISIS way to say it too. It's like, <laughs> um, but that like, and then beyond that too, it's just like we're getting you know getting better at seeing different looking people on the screen too, but. There's also a ways to go for like uh, queer and trans and non-binary representation because I know High Republic has uh, a lot of characters and they're getting really good at that. Uh, not High Republic, yes yeah, High Republic. The new the new stuff that's coming out. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like oh, God, I got excited even uh, even in Squadrons. Like, oh, we have a non-binary character and they're not just a robot. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> so we need continue that because like everyone like so many on my non-binary, non-binary people i knew they're like oh my god i'm in star wars and mm-hmm. i'm not a robot i'm like this is it's exciting but like to be able to tell those stories effectively you need people in the random room honestly mm-hmm. that's the only stuff
4: it just like reminds me of like the argument of there's no race in space um and i'm like so there's no two genders in space either.
2: Yeah. But they're in. So.
1: In your
0: perfect vacuum of
1: fantasy. They're all
2: straight. (laughs) Oh, man. Um,
0: Yeah, I I just, I, I, I couldn't, like. What's funny is I tried to be really cheeky with someone saying that in my comments Um, and then they were like, they're like, yeah, and I was like, no, (laughs) I don't think you understood what I said. (laughs) Um,
1: They never do. Yeah. Um, Obviously, we have visions now. Right. And we're like me and Victoria are going to talk about tomorrow on our podcast. Um, about how that's just like all Asian influence. It's just strict Asian a- influence. Um, and a lot of, uh, most notable one is like The Duel, right? It's like Japanese, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like period piece kind of fighting. And it's, it's, it's just, it's really cool to see. All of them like inherently have like, um, like they have Asian influence because they come from studios that are, you know, are making anime in Japan. And that's cool to see, and, and and it's it's kind of been upsetting to kind of see the reception of people just being like, "Well, this isn't really Star Wars. Um, this is just like a like this isn't this isn't they canon." Find,
3: like the most paper thin, yeah, <laughs> reasons to be like, mm, "That's why that's don't
1: not like Star it. Wars." And it's it, it kind of sucks because I really was hoping like this was going to be like canon. Like a part of me wanted to be like, yeah, this mm-hmm. is real. This is it. I don't care how ridiculous it is. Uh, this is a uh, this is this can exist in the universe. I mean, like I, I get like it not being canon. At least I, I don't know if that's true anymore. I, I've had numerous people say like it is canon. It's not canon. It's not confirmed canon. It's not it doesn't really matter. Yeah, well it's it's one of those things it's like people are way too excited that like this is a canon it doesn't need like we don't need asian things in our in our universe i'm so happy about that it's like if such it's a weird yeah it's like such a weird thing it's like Yeah. i'm like excited because yeah you can do all this weird stuff um that's pretty exciting it's like no i just don't want asian things in my universe and it's like <laughs> that's weird man i don't know about that that was a weird thing you're saying
0: um, uh, Scheming First Roger said George Lucas made it no secret he pulled from Kurosawa films. It's only fair that Japan and anime adapt Star Wars, and I'll go even further than that. In um, in in uh, was it the Empire of Dreams um, documentary? He mentions either that or another documentary. He he mentions. He thought he was going to have to buy the rights to Hidden yeah. Fortress because the movies were so similar yeah. um, like that's that that's not inspired by that's plagiarism. If you have to yeah, worry yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I mean, even The Last Jedi, you know, took some Rashomon. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, films in general have taken from Rashomon the, the whole like unre- unreliable narrator you know, flashback um, story thing mm-hmm. motif, um, and then we have you know Lone Wolf and Cub with Mandalorian. It's it, Japanese culture is everywhere. Vader's kabuto, his helmet, it, it's it's everywhere. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
4: And those people who are saying that, like, Japan uh, Star Wars isn't Japanese. They're the ones that know the least about Star Wars, and it frustrates <laughs> me. That
1: was, uh
4: not a fun doesn't
3: time. fit the idea in their head. Then.
4: Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're the same people that, that will say, um, the only Star Wars that matters is George Lucas' Star Wars. And then you show them George Lucas saying something. And then they're <laughs> like, well, that's just his personal
1: feelings. I'm like, what and are you?
4: Can't you can't How, yeah. using the how same far print, does this reach?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you I, just like pull things you like and then be like, yeah, this is what Star Wars is. It's like,
0: no, it's kind of like all Star Wars. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's I don't it's it's intru- OK. So this is this is going to be a, a hot take from me that I have not expressed to anyone before. Uh, so but but I feel like this is this is the the place to do it. Sometimes the critique of um Anakin's fall feels uh-huh. borderline racist to me, <laughs> and I say that because Um, The Jedi are so heavily influenced by Asian culture, you know, like so if you look at their beliefs, a lot of it is based in uh, like Buddhism and um, Taoism and like they follow like samurai code. And I feel like a lot of the complaint was like, well, if Anakin was raised like Westerners were, he'd be (laughs) good. That's how that's how some of it feels to me. I don't know. Is that crazy? I can see it. I can.
4: See I, can I can. I can see, see
1: that. that. Yeah. It's. It's definitely like a different kind of like relating to my own lifestyle growing up. I guess I can kind of see that comparison where you think like, oh, well, if he was raised correctly, like maybe he wouldn't be a bad person. Like, I mean, oh, let's think
4: about the two people that are responsible that that most people point to. is responsible for his downfall, a green Martian, and a black guy.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: If he was, if 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 his masters were white, he would.
0: I mean, I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Know. I, I'm just. I Some. Sometimes I feel, you know, oh, he was taught that you shouldn't focus on on attachments, right? And that's wrong. And you're like, well, but but is it? I don't know. Like, there's a lot of cultures that don't believe happiness comes from the things you're attached to. Um. Oh yeah, but
2: but
4: also also to that fact like the people that that they blame is the green martian and a black guy and the one that they don't see the manipulator is the
0: white guy
2: mm, and they don't yeah. every time they don't see him. it and they don't, <laughs> they don't they
0: don't talk about <laughs> it ever no I, don't I don't know I don't know that's weird maybe that's too far um I, I don't know but yeah do you guys have any uh, other thoughts on what you know what else might might need to change I I love you know uh oh, here here's here's the question. Here's a a question I didn't add. And, um do you guys want to see Let me preface this with a little story. Uh, cuz I want to be as sensitive as possible, but one of the characters from any media that struck me was Cisco Ramon on The Flash because Cisco mm-hmm. is Mexican. Mm-hmm. Um but that's just what he is. That's not that's that's a part of his identity, and that's how he, he grew up, and that's ingrained in him. But that's not what he is to them. He is not the Mexican guy on the team. So yeah. when you have episodes where his brother comes in and they speak Spanish to each other, and you know he, he and the food and repre- references to his family and all that stuff, um, but he that's that's not. He's not there to be a stereotype. Mm. And so um, I'm curious, like, where is that line between being the stereotype or having a character and or having a, a character that is not written to be anything and you just mm. put a person of color in there? Um, where is that line? Do you guys track with what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I, I, go ahead, Victoria. I was yeah. going to say,
3: just. I find the telltale signs of those differences is in those little subtleties. Like, what, like your example, I haven't seen The Flash, but if this brother comes to town and they're speaking Spanish to each other, yeah, that makes sense. Like, they go over to their family's house. They're not having spaghetti and meatballs. Like, uh, yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: like it's those little details and maybe the way they talk or they... Well, like pet names, they call their family and stuff. Like, it's those very fine little details that, like, if somebody was just googling, oh, what what is an Asian person like at home? Like, they mm. wouldn't get <laughs> like if you're like uh, a lot of a lot of Asian cultures, a lot of Chinese people that like friends and stuff I know, yeah, they have a basket of slippers in the front of the house that mm. guests can take and they wear that in the house. So, like, seeing Shang Chi taking off his shoes before going to Katie's family's mm. house is like. Those little things where it's just like, okay, like they are Asian or they're Chinese or they're whatever. And like Shang-Chi, yeah, it's about like Chinese culture. It is pretty heavy into that. But if you put like Katie and Shang-Chi and they are just hanging, like when they are hanging out with their friends or whatever in the bar, it's like, it's not like the flashy things, like no Asian streaks in their hair. (laughs) They're just like, but it's the little details that make the difference.
2: Yeah. Oh, I mean, Every time
3: I dye my hair, I'm just like, am I becoming a stereotype?
0: <laughs> I mean, I didn't even think about that. And then, like, I just flashed to, like, a thousand different mediums where there's yeah. an Asian person with a streak in their hair. They always got a streak of color.
3: You can't see their hair right, so we can't animate it well. Uh, <laughs> we have to show that they're edgy and they're not submissive. It's like, oh, my
2: God.
3: <laughs> the only and- know one way to do that. Cool.
4: <laughs> there's a there's a fine line between um, someone's identity being just in universe versus someone's identity being satirical, like something you point out, like oh why did you take off your shoes and like they have to mm-hmm. like make a reference to it like and yeah. acknowledge it. Whereas
3: it goes unsaid.
4: <laughs> yeah. Whereas if like Cisco is speaking Spanish to his brother makes sense, it's fine. Um, but if like that became a satire for that episode where like I don't know someone is like oh why are you speak? I don't understand Spanish or something like just making making um, light of that situation it's a very fine line but I think like if you can incorporate their experience and, and their identity into the universe just as it normally is existing
2: then without like, putting yeah,
3: point, it out saying like hey check it out like they're brothers, and they're both Spanish, and they speak Spanish to each other, right? Get it? Get it? It's like
0: you don't need to do that. Like, cause as long as the script isn't poking you in the ribs with its elbow, mm-hmm. I got you. Like that—that eh? so
1: that, that does boil down to like people writing the proper content, right? Like yes. the only person who would know that are people from that culture. And I think the—I uh, think what's what you asked is like what that fine line is. Is that like well both kind of need to be implemented like taking someone of a different ethnicity and then dropping him in a place where that might not be so relevant but also having characters that that is relevant um growing up growing up as like a mixed person right i grew up in a filipino household with uh, my filipino grandparents um but they were very focused on assimilating to american culture um which caused me like to associate myself with other filipino people as not being filipino enough and that sucks. Mm-hmm. That, that that hurts a lot. So it's like I look at characters that like uh, I see a lot of Latino representation and people say like, oh, um, that's not good Latino representation because they don't even talk about being Spanish. They don't talk about being Latino. They don't talk about being Asian. Um, I think it's fair to have those people just be dropped in. It's like, well, why can't they be Asian? They don't always have to embrace that culture. Cause then you do fall into that, like, Oh, this might be too much of a stereotype. Um, but with that, you can't just have that and then not accompany it with having embracing of different cultures. Um, because there are people who feel like me who feel neglected and feel like, Oh, maybe I'm not Asian enough to talk about this. Maybe I'm not Asian enough to really speak about it. And I don't want, like when I have kids, I don't want them to feel that way. When, you know, there's there's mixed kids all over the United States who feel that way. Um, United States is a giant melting pot. Canada is a giant melting pot, and it's like
2: mm-hmm.
1: there's going to be people who feel that way, where it's like they're not going to be Asian enough, they're not going to be Latino enough, they're not going to be anything it's, enough. Um,
3: me too, yeah, <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, so not it's, white enough
3: and not Asian enough. It's like yeah. weird.
1: Um, and we want to resonate with those characters that look like us, but don't. That might struggle to find their identity in their culture, and that's that's something I like to see. Yeah. Um, and,
0: and that's why with with um, Shang Chi, I appreciated having Katie there as well.
3: Yeah, I mm-hmm. was yeah, going to say, like I'm one, just like yeah. uh, the moment she couldn't really pronounce her Chinese name properly. I'm like, girl, same. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it. I won't speak it aloud because I know I'm saying it wrong. Yeah. and I'm like, I'm not confident in that. And growing up in like that very Asian American, but focus on trying to be. Like American or Canadian or whatever is like because frankly my dad had a lot of pain when he grew up in Hong Kong. Like yeah. he didn't come like there is I know a lot of people too, like also international students that I know and I'm friends with, and like sometimes they speak about like, Oh yeah, like we came to Canada to prosper. Be like my family got sponsored by an Anglican church. We're not an Anglican, but an Anglican church to come to Canada to have a chance at a better (laughs) existence. So he rejected, like, I didn't go to Chinese school. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Like, I can't speak. um, Cantonese is what my family spoke and stuff like that. It's just like, there's such a focus on (laughs) uh, leaving that identity behind. Mm -hmm. So it's like that feeling of Mm -hmm. enough and having characters like Katie, where it's like, even her, like small little things too. It's just like, not just like, oh, Perfect Mandarin.
0: Here's my Chinese name. This is like mm. that. That too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. I. I love you know, it being a melting pot and having so many different stories. You know that concept of you know maybe maybe your dad comes and wants to get rid of that because he's trying to assimilate, but you can't ever properly assimilate because.
3: I look different, you know, yeah.
0: um, I mean, and, and that's and that's, I've. Oh, sorry, not to make it about me, but I, I've had a very similar experience, the area I grew up in um, all th- from kindergarten through high school, I've never been at a school that had more than six black people at one time. And, you know, I had to everyday answer if I was related to is that your uh, is that your brother? Like, is that? No, no, none of them are not related to any of them. Stop it. Um, Bro, grade school, I was the
4: the second Asian (laughs) and the other Asian was Filipino. So we are we were automatically brothers. (laughs)
3: yeah we had like three or four in elementary school a little bit more in high school and then i changed high schools and i went to a bigger city i'm like oh my god a mixed person but i got grouped in with the asians and like one of my last names it's not hard to pronounce same last name as one of my other classmates uh they'd always say my name wrong but mine always came first in the alphabetical order so they learned how to say his name but i'm just like (laughs) come on (laughs) but then we'd have asian days and i was just like okay like this is cool like we'd all hang out together here or there and i never felt asian enough because i would always say i'm like oh, we're like four and a half but, <laughs> but it's like i don't know it's 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 right? it's
2: yeah.
0: really weird I'll, I'll go on record saying danny rand needs to be mixed i think he should be half i think
1: asian. that would be a good call yeah
0: I think that the purpose of him being (laughs) I I agree. No, the purpose of him being blonde hair and blue eyes is to show it's a fish out of water story. But Mm -hmm. you very much have that within the same community. That's what you saw Mm -hmm. with with Katie. And I know I I would I would love to see that myself. That's the importance of having writers that can kind of shed light on
4: those experiences, because like like I said before, there's not one Asian experience and there's not one Asian American or Asian Canadian experience. They're all different in some way, shape, or form. So, like having one person kind of like give like a, a gestalt of any experience that is reminiscent of what we experience is is a good thing.
0: Yeah, and that kind of goes hand in hand with uh, Cal's uh, comment. Says I feel like like they should have people on the writing staff, uh, on the writing teams, and on that set that know and live these things, rather mm-hmm. than needing them to rely on Google. Yeah, and yeah. I just want to. F- <laughs> I want to find the person that, because you know it's happened at some point where they're like, "How to be Asian?" (laughs) Oh man! All right, let's take some notes. Like, put that.
1: (laughs) I think what uh, to answer the question like what they should do more of. It's like, yeah, do include those writers to really not just like Asian people, but just like all cultures, right? And in the world of Star Wars, right there are different worlds that borrow from different cultures we can definitely explore those cultures through different alien species we can they can be human looking it doesn't matter the, the, the range of what star wars has to offer is there um and like Star, like uh disney and you know uh, you know lucas films can't back down from that that's that's what's upsetting with the whole rose situation is that they bent they bent backwards for it because of the reception was so bad and they were like okay we're just not gonna do this they shafted Rose's story they shafted shafted
3: Finn's story Finn's
1: story they shafted um uh Poe Dameron's story all of them like all of the all the characters that were of different backgrounds were just shafted and it sucked to see like it was so disappointing um so yeah there needs to be an effort to do that stuff they also just need to hold their ground doing it um, because what's the point of even trying if you're just going to give up anyway from one sign of heat? It's yeah, yeah. It's just disappointing okay. to see.
0: Yeah. So. I mean, they replaced her with a with a slug who who by all means can't be an engineer. <laughs> I, I, I love I love Klaat. Uh, don't give me wrong, but he doesn't have hands. That's so that you know of, that I know of. Oh no! Oh, no. I'm sorry. I, that's nightmare fuel. Star Wars um, book second edition.
3: Oh. Somebody don't drop
0: that. <laughs> um, move forward. Do you have a fan cast for a for a project or a concept that you'd like to bring into the the universe? Like like you have the. Green stamp, um, <laughs> what what would you do for 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 me? Daniel Day Kim, live action Revan I I think he would kill it. I think I, I,
1: I saw that. Yeah, that's cool.
0: I think he looks the part. Um, and and Revan is a is a self insert character. Uh, but seeing his quality of acting, and also he just he just he just looks like Revan to me. Like he just feels like Revan to me. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um uh, I'll
4: I'll add on top of that. Opposite Gemma Chan as
0: um Bastilla Shan. I mean, I i put Gemma Chan in anything. Since, yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um I, I
4: originally cast um, her as Satil, but I would like her as Bastilla and then Satil have to find I have to find um my fan cast to make that work. But I, I like it more in the context of Daniel Day Kim as, as Revan, um, opposite Bastila. That would be incredible to see.
0: What about Karen Fukuhara? I have to look that up. <laughs> she was the voice of F um, in, in Visions, but she was in The Boys. Um, she was in. Oh, I remember her. Um, I can't. Suicide Squad as uh, Katana. Oh, okay, um okay. i think she, she, she's got mm-hmm. martial arts shops and stuff too mm-hmm. um but yeah what, what, what do you guys think is there any any fan cast or any projects you would like create for better representation i, I think mean, I, just,
3: I go ahead uh, I, was, I was just gonna say um you know i'm kind of really trash at actors and fan casts and mm-hmm. stuff but i'd really love a story around the same time like kind of because we're kind of leading into it with the mandalorian and seeing grogu i like Uh, Luke's training and stuff so like it'd be cool to see a group of those younglings really (laughs) and have them all different ages because Luke is just finding them throughout the galaxy really Mm -hmm. Uh, but I think that'd be a really cool story to tell alongside Mm -hmm. like a little even like having Ben Solo just be a little cameo at the end be like Mm -hmm. oh he he was just one of those kids like there's nothing (laughs) super special there like and it's just like
1: sad when you think about it though yeah
3: I know but like I mean he didn't have a great time yeah yeah. (laughs) with his uncle Luke he missed his family and felt alone but Um, I think it would be interesting to see a group of young forest users and kind of see where they like went or what happened or it's kind of a sad story like kind of like a Rogue One kind of ending probably but it's I, th- I think that'd be very interesting, and you could get a lot of young, young actors and actresses too, because I think that could be like really cool for like kids to see too. Be like, oh, they're actually oh, kids too.
0: <laughs> I I, I love that. Where I mean, because we haven't seen anything that truly follows people through becoming a Jedi. Like you just kind of gloss over that part.
3: Like Anakin jumped from Phantom Menace, like onwards. Just huge age gaps. Just like, oh, this happened. Okay, he's older now. And he's just like, oh, there was younglings there, but I killed them. But, but we don't really have too many like, kids. I guess Ahsoka. But she's yeah, still but a even even like Ahsoka starts
0: as a paddle. I I would love it yeah. uh, a, a Harry Potter esque where we we watch <laughs> the journey of learning these things and what they actually train for. Mm. Um, Get the
3: kyber crystals and all that stuff. It'd be adorable, but also, like, something for kids, really, to look up to. Kind of like in a Harry Potter sort of way.
1: I I would want to see a, um, like, right after episode three. Or Mm -hmm. no, is it three? Yeah, right after episode three, between episode um, four, where, you know, Jedi are on the run. And they basically have to, like, hide who they are. I feel like every time we got, like, a Jedi that showed up everyone was like real hush-hush about it or like it was it was it wasn't as like monumental but i feel like there was a period of time where like people were hunting jedi if they were still alive i think that'd be like a cool opportunity to explore like who were what happened to the because we see anakin unfortunately take care of all the younglings right but there were padawans out there that were still like you know like they, they were still just starting their training like they just started going out in the field and I asked, like, well, what happened to them? Like, did they all also go? Like, I know there's a couple of, that are in Legends that that did survive. There's a couple, I think, in Universe yeah, that, that did survive. Was. But to see that on screen, I think would be really exciting. Um, again, I'm also like really terrible at, at fan cast, um, but Marvel is off. Marvel <laughs> and and Star Wars are not uncommon to sharing actors. I would want to see Simulian there. I think that would be pretty fun as like a young Jedi who just like lost his master and like has no idea what to do. Um, kind of just like goes rogue and like. Tries to find life not being a Jedi anymore. I think that would be like kind of fun, um, but also like a prequel to the sequels. Um, in finding out like how Poe became Poe, how you know, I guess. Well, Finn, Finn's continuation story. I I feel like we're owed. I want to know what happens to Finn. There's so many questions Agreed. I have about Finn. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like we didn't even get confirmation what what he was going to ta- tell. Well, I guess we did. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't like really delved into like the. Details of that, but like he was gonna tell Ray something, and we never knew what it was, at least in that movie. Um, you only
3: get in the book,
1: yeah. But see, like, I I want that information massively available through films and people what people are watching. Um, there's there's a certain number of audiences that won't be exposed to that, like you know, I I want kids to enjoy it, right? Like, hey, kid, you got to read this. 30 chapter book to understand the intricacies <laughs> of what Finn's going through um, I don't think that's as appealing I like, I ah, know I just want to watch a movie where there's like light swords and beams because um, I, I feel like those should be easily accessible um, yeah like a continuation of Finn's story is definitely needed and then we need justice for Rose like she just got shafted man like it's not fun it, it was really not a fun time to see that happen
0: And they were so excited about the scenes between her and Ray. They were so excited, Mm -hmm. and they were all cut out.
3: Yeah, they were Uh, like because like you shouldn't have to read the books to get those information. Like they were friends. They were on like on Oct uh, wherever the base was. It's like they they were there for like a year, Mm -hmm. being friends. Yeah, yeah,
2: because
3: like. but also, like, the Cobalt the Squadron book, like, that about Rose and her sister Paige, like, I feel like that could be adapted pretty well into mm-hmm. a film. Like, you get, mm-hmm. like, a story of family and helping, like, these other planets that are going through these rough times, and it's not really about force users at all. Mm-hmm.
2: Like <laughs> yeah.
0: I, 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 looked
3: under, <laughs> so cool. I, I looked at it
0: again. Underrated. I looked at it again. Short too. It's easy.
3: <laughs>
4: either either bastolo or Sutil, um with Gemma Chan
0: or Elodie Young. Ah no! You can't have her. I, I, I will have her. No, Elodie yes. Young is my is 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 my um Lorna D from uh from the High uh, Republic. So I mean, I mean put Leku on her and she's unrecognizable
4: <laughs> she can yeah. play two
0: different things hey find a girl that can do both um uh, Cal4 in the chat with uh 999 we appreciate appreciate you Cal he's become a good friend um found him actually here in the chat oh, cool. <laughs> on one of the podcasts <laughs> so we have become good friends so he's uh yeah, Cal's, Cal's the best um x Gamer Gamers says he wants uh, Jet Li, Estellen, or Comac. That could be interesting. Um Cal4, you know, wants a Chariot or Bay's Origin Show. And they actually just adapted the short book. Um, um, there was a short book about them. They recently adapted it into a comic. I bought it. Haven't oh, read cool. it yet. Oh. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I know they're releasing a... Uh... A Star Wars duel, like based on Star Wars visions, so, yeah. Um, Ronin. Ronin, yeah, yeah. That, one, I, that one. I'm gonna pick that one up. I, I don't read a lot of Star Wars literature, but I'm definitely gonna pick that up. That one seems really interesting.
4: I like Henry's uh, d- um, suggestion with Shay Mitchell. I would love to see that. Wouldn't we love to see that? <laughs> <Yes>.
0: <laughs> yep, I said so Shay Mitchell in the New Republic era as a Jedi Padawan under um. And the oh yeah, new Republican uh, under Luke would be a perfect casting, and I even had because I I couldn't place that, so I looked it up. And I'm like, yep, I, I I I would love to see that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> where, where do you guys think Star Wars is going now? Because like we got like things like the Mandalorian, uh, Book of Boba Fett, but like I so kind of want to see athlete. a continuation. Yeah, of like where we're gonna go after this whole like Skywalker saga.
3: Yeah, it seems like everything's been um. kind of. St- stuck before that yeah like they've been kind of scared to touch yeah what comes <laughs> next in those characters because star wars Wouldn't star
1: Skywalker? i guess but also it's that's <laughs> what i'm also saying is like they should make a decision they should hold to it like it's
4: i mean I want, it kind of makes sense like in the old before disney like the blank slates it's really tough to do stories after anakin because we always get those like oh but his sacrifice you know um and it's true because if you hold to his, the prophecy to be quite literal, then anything, any conflict after, after his sacrifice breaks it. So, um, it is a scary kind of, uh, endeavor to undertake is to write something that's worthwhile. That's after. And again, when people aren't like, Oh, but it's, it's ultimate balance. Nothing ever ever happens ever again.
3: It's like there so, can be conflict when there's yeah, there balance be. in the force. It's not yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. The world, the universe is better. There's there's nothing <laughs> going on. There's no slavery anymore. It's all good. The well, day people are. Is better. It's like
0: uh, but George Lucas had his seat, and you're like, yeah, and the Sith came back in And that even one just too. Reading so
3: headlines too, like about like yeah. Leia and like trying to get like the government back up and running took years, and it wasn't that. Successful always, and it was like there's there's a lot of ways to go for the universe. Like Star Wars. Yeah, there's know,
1: just there's just like so much potential, and I think like Visions really shows that. Like my favorite episode out of that one is the twins, even though it's like so crazy out there. Um, classic Studio Trigger. Um, yeah, but we yeah, I mean, watched Promare you...
4: first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I I assume you've seen the Killer Kill as well. Now, I've seen all of their productions, all the way back until they were Studio Gainax, um, making oh, fully, yeah. fully Um, They're my favorite anime studio. Um, but like, regardless of their logic and <laughs> how they outweigh it with style, I think it was really interesting to just see that like, um, what's his name, Kare? Like, he he switched. Yeah. Like, he didn't. I don't know if he like switched to the side of the light. I just think like he was motivated by love to like save his sister, right? And he uses force lightning, which is iconically like a dark force users, like attack. Right. it. So it's like, it kind of like blurs the line of like, is it, it's right what he's doing, but in line with like what a Jedi ide- ideology is, it's wrong what he's doing. Um, and he's able to access those powers of like the dark side, um, which I think is just like really interesting, like, because he's, he's all of his, all of his motivation is, is for love and passion which are characteristics of the dark side and, and knowing that there can be that kind of range in in the story of Star Wars, I think is really exciting. Um, will we ever explore stuff like that outside of like visions? I don't know. It's it, it gets... <laughs> it's an interesting conversation to
4: have about about the twins, particularly because he never said they never said he was a Jedi. Right. They're both they're both yeah. born of the dark side. Oh. And his very motive to act is very selfish. Mm-hmm right um, yeah. so I mean granted it like lines up with like um, the the better outcome for mm-hmm. the two but he still wants to save his sister from doom mm-hmm. and um, that still very much lines up with him still being dark side so it, it, it could could potentially just be a matter of like stylistic choice in terms of their colors of their lightsabers and
1: he's still mm-hmm. a dark sider so right right
0: my favorite detail in all of that whole thing, because I was like, "Man, they got—they're getting—they're playing fast and loose with some stuff," and then, and then when, when uh, uh, the droid flies up and, and catches her, and the droid has a an oxygen, I was <laughs> like, "Okay, I got you. I got." They're like, "Yeah, no, we." We know we know what you're thinking. We did it on purpose. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we're laughing at you.
1: That's <laughs> just my appreciation for triggers that they know that they don't have to make sense because they just bring so much style and coolness yes. to it. They outweigh I mean, making they're sense. They're
3: having fun with Star Wars.
1: Yeah. And which that's, is that's, what that's people so should fun. have. Like yeah.
3: so much of Star Wars, like like that's why I've stepped back from like posting a lot of Star Wars content because like people get so wrapped up in the nitty-gritty, it's just like They're not having fun with
2: it. It
0: should be fun. You should enjoy it. If you like Star Wars,
3: enjoy Star Wars. I'm the definition
0: definition of wrapped up in the nitty gritty. And I have fun with it. Like, you can.
3: Yeah. Mm. A lot lot of times you're just like, oh, my God, these people.
0: (laughs) I mean, in in Promari, they produce a giant mech at the last moment. And its name, <laughs> <laughs> love that. Oh that is love you know, And he's like, okay, yeah, yep, <laughs> like, yeah, that's yes. Thank you, um, Brown with a breeze Says, I love how he had an X wing, and you're like, yeah, they should have known he putting an X wing on board. <laughs> I, I, just, I, truly I started believe. dressing like Han Solo underneath <laughs> his clothes.
1: I <laughs> believe that they ruined this whole series to not be canon because they brought back like their storyboards or whatever. And Disney was like, yeah, we can't have this. This is not this isn't this cannot exist in canon. This is impossible. We're not going to have him ride an X-Wing doing the hold maneuver in space without a mask. It's not it's not saying it's not going to exist. It's going to fly. I think
4: it goes was, through hyperspace. It's <laughs> like it's <laughs> like, and then <and> the <laughs> lightsaber, the lightsaber was like a spirit bomb lightsaber, right? It only uh, yeah, yeah, it like extended like and, danger,
1: like, different things. It was like, oh, man, it won't
4: cool. harm you if you're pure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was the most anime thing ever, and it's just amazing. I yeah. love, God, I love anime so much. Oh. Um, Nick, we we I talk about more stuff, man. <laughs> Honestly,
4: <laughs> no, but,
1: I I don't watch a lot of anime. I watch okay. like maybe two or three a year. This guy says he
4: doesn't watch much anime, but he's familiar with Gynax. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, <never laughs> <lot> <laughs> I just don't. I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs>
3: Didn't grow up with it. I, I appreciate it, but yeah.
4: Saw um, Neon um, Genesis. Saw, you know some uh, stuff, Nick. <laughs> uh, yeah, saw I, I guess.
1: It was all Adult Swim that would just con- contributed to that, and then um, there was a period of my life. Yeah, I watched it like religiously, and then uh i think in like recent years it's just adult being an adult like you can't i can't like draw and watch anime at the same time at least true not not at the time where anime was like on the uprise um because a lot of it was just subbed and it's like i can't watch and draw at the same time this isn't gonna work so i have to like <laughs> fully commit to like watching anime now it's like dub the next what is it like dub a week later or dub like a, a like the next day my hair academia does it like very very quickly yeah. um so that's, like, more accessible to me, which is I can watch and draw at the same time and understand what's going on. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. And for anyone not following Nick, uh, he, he does a lot of awesome content. Every now and then we get a sneak peek at a drawing and it's, oh, yeah. it's always really <laughs> yeah. good. So Read Radiant Black. That's Yes.
3: Oh, you also drew in. our... Uh, Podcasts, avatars. They're so oh, yeah. good. They're so good. <laughs> they're so good. I use guys. them as stickers on everything.
0: I love it. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I logged in for you guys' first episode or first published, first live up, episode. Nick. And I was like, how does this look so good already? Like, my, I
3: looked, <laughs> <Nick>. the hype now <laughs>
0: looked like trash
3: All I did was the logo. It was all, no, him, all him.
1: Victoria did an amazing job on the logo. Like, when I saw it, it was a stunning logo. And I was like, this is fucking sick. And it's it's a great way to start. Which, by the way, we will be live. Self plug in, sorry. (laughs)
0: Tomorrow. tomorrow. I I encourage it. Yeah. Uh, Real quick, Xcore Gamer Skill says, "Adult Swim responsible for two of my favorite anime: Bebop and Trigun."
1: I I love
3: Bebop, man. Uh, Except for the Bebop show, I haven't watched it, but I like the intros. The the intro is good.
1: The intro reminded me a lot of Speed Racer. Um, What? Yeah. Go ahead. uh,
0: Oh uh, uh, so so that that intro tank was my ringtone for years until <laughs> until my roommate was watching bebop and every time he'd watch it and get to a new episode i think my phone was ringing and i was like all right i got i got i got i got Did you it. But, you saw you saw the live action intro Oh yeah thing. yeah yeah i'm 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 excited um i also saw the online reactions to phase outfit and you're like, a human can't wear that. Yeah, it's impossible.
1: <laughs> That's not possible. It's not humanly possible. Uh, but it's also not practical. <laughs> it's the, doing all the things that Faye does. Um, it's, it's gross. You know, like, <laughs> back to stars. <laughs> uh, yeah. What it's
3: sounding like is we need to bring y'all on for an anime episode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah,
1: you yes. I. <laughs> uh, we'll be honored. <laughs> yeah. Me and Victoria will go, along with our other two uh, co-hosts, Johnny and uh, we will be going live tomorrow, 6.30, twitch.tv forward slash Voices of Atlas. Yes. Did it. Yes. We're also on
3: Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Find us. So we'll see all the updates and posts and stuff there.
0: So you guys heard it. Voices of Atlas. Please check them out. Follow them on Twitch. Um, I will... Uh, leave all the stuff in the description for future generations (laughs) to to, to find um, you guys also do you post the audio on on other platforms? Yeah. On Spotify?
1: I think Anchor.
3: We're we're posting it through Anchor so anywhere they
1: We're we're working through. It's a (laughs) lot to get. Podcast places, which I've found. <laughs> it's um,
0: irritating because everyone yeah, yeah, has a, a very different thing to do. And then, yeah, yeah.
1: Trying to get on Apple. And I did not know that was like a paid service. <laughs>
0: oh,
4: I'm on Apple. Uh, Dyad is on Apple. I don't think you have to pay for it.
0: Oh, really? Um, Yeah, this is on Apple. Um, but I I mean, but I pay for Podbean, which,
2: yeah, no, got to it. put
0: it on Apple through. So. I don't know. We're on I don't Spotify. Know. We'll so. figure it out. We're
4: all <laughs> figuring it out. Shout out, out to da- da- Boy Steve who says Bleach is top three. Yes, listen, if you if you re- read the manga, it's one of the best manga,
0: like, of all time. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah. I will have to trust you on that because my list is far too long. Um uh, going back to, to Star Wars and you know, we're getting ready to close out. And so thank you guys for plugging that in. Feel free to plug it again or any future projects <laughs> or things you're currently working on. Um, yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts on representation um, in Star Wars? Anything that you wish that the public or people in general could, knew, could know, just get through their, their thick heads um, or and just, just see someone else's perspective. So, yeah, any closing thoughts? And I'll, and once again, where we can find you and your amazing content. Um, because Pep and I do Diet in the Force, I'm going to start with him, so it doesn't sound like I'm just trying to plug myself later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, final thoughts. Uh, you
4: know, I think the, uh, the only kind of idea that I want to leave everyone is that um, just – We need more representation, and that's not a bad thing. Um, Stop complaining. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know how many hundreds of years we've well, I don't know how long, you know, movies and TV have been a thing. But like for how long, however long that has been, you've had your stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, if you see an Asian on screen, don't panic. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing for us. And it makes us feel better makes us feel like we exist um and uh and if your go-to argument is that like ethnicities don't exist in space i mean i will just say jedi and sith don't exist in space nothing exists in space really space is a vacuum of nothing so just take notes on you know the fiction that you knew and the fiction that you grew up with it's all derivative of the world around you um, and make those analogs, um, as you will. And of course, you can find me on, on TikTok at underscore element7, underscore youtube.com slash element7s. And you can find Chaco and I on Diet and the Force, Saturdays at 5 p.m. PST. This week, we'll be talking about, I don't know, but we'll be talking about something. Maybe <laughs> hanging out with the chat. <laughs> um,
0: yeah. So if you come in yeah. here with that energy, you will be dunked on by Pep. <laughs> or by me or, or by Pep and then me or the other way around. <laughs> or Shalo Ren or there's a lot of people. You might get dunked on if, if you come in here with a, a bad faith. So
4: don't speak to don't speak don't come at Shalo Ren with that kind of energy next to a vending machine. When you say that. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> <laughs> and uh how about you, Victoria?
3: Yes. Um you know what? I'll leave it I was gonna leave it on a similar note to to you, Pep, but uh it's not Do always that. about you. <laughs> yeah. Like If you're complaining about forest diversity, it's not for you. It's not about you. And not everything has to be about you. That being said, it's important for a lot of people <laughs> to see ourselves because we don't get that. And even if it's not for me, it's for the generations and generations mm-hmm. to follow. It's, it's just important. It's who we are. And if we don't see ourselves... Then apparently we don't matter, and that's not the case, and that's definitely not the case. But yeah, I'm also down to dunk on people no, <laughs> if <love laughs> they <punching> uh, on. <laughs> bring some of that energy. And uh, you won't get like the little recognition you deserve. I won't reply directly to your comment. You won't be deleted, blocked, and then have a little screenshot with your name blocked out, so nobody actually knows uh, <laughs> who you are, and you don't get any attention from me, not specifically. But uh, you can find me on TikTok. I'm at Victoria Organa uh, on there, on Instagram, and on Twitter. There's an underscore in between. Um, And again, with Nick, uh, I'm sure he'll plug the Voices of Atlas podcast, but that's something we've been been loving. And join us tomorrow if you want to talk about uh, Star Wars Visions, because it should (laughs) be a good time.
0: Awesome. I love it. Uh, and I, I love not giving them the time of day because that's <laughs> that's that's what what they want. Then. They want the
3: they want the reaction. They want the hate or anger. They feel like they got under my skin. It's just like, mm, God, you, you don't even exist in my <laughs> my space, But I will call you out for, for being a little bit shitty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what was that line? It's like, I don't think about you at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, how
1: about you, Nick? Uh, hi, I'm Nick. Oh, we're leaving now. Um, But uh, where you guys diverge, I do definitely call people out all the time. Uh, it's definitely something I'm known for on my TikTok, but you can find me at uh, amazing. Red uh, flags. Nikenji. Red flags. I've been, loved, I've been loving doing that. That's been just a big, fun time for me. Um, but yeah, you can find me on TikTok, uh, amazing. Uh, my Twitter and Instagram page where I post a lot of my art is going to be super. The Kendra um, is just the name that I operate on basically always um i thought it was nick anger this whole time
4: (laughs) that
3: (laughs)
2: was my original thought (laughs) he
3: he's a little bit angry (laughs) those those bigots
1: (laughs) it kind of is like on brand but it's a it's a it's a throwback or like a it's an homage to like super sentai you know they always have kokaiger uh zuenger something like that um but like if i could leave like saying one thing it's like don't be afraid to have these conversations with people that's the that's the biggest thing i feel like it's one thing to want something, and then it's one thing to speak about it. There are going, There's going to be resilience. There's going to be people that tell you to shut up. I don't stand for that. I don't like shutting up. I, obviously, my biggest talent is never stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't stand for people telling me, like, you know, keep your voice down. You're, 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 what you're saying isn't – you're the only one saying this. It's not true. If I were the only one saying this, I would people wouldn't agree with me. people wouldn't understand where I'm coming from. Um, don't be afraid to have those conversations because as again, like companies, billion dollar companies are going to make these decisions. but if we don't talk about it with other people, what's what's the point of, of the change? What's the point of having this media if we don't get to have that conversation? Um, so don't be afraid to have those conversations. Um, but yeah, you can catch us live We talk about topics like this on our uh, podcast, which will be going live again tomorrow. Um, Voices of Atlas. Um, where we talk about the media and pop culture that we love. Um, myself, host Victoria, along with Johnny and Leiba, we talk about the pop culture we love and how our backgrounds and our um, our upbringings both are intertwined with the, with you know pop culture and all the things that we consume. Um, because you know, Asian voices have not been heard for a long time, and mm-hmm. like with Shang Chi and like the evolution of Star Wars. We want to bring that to the forefront and not just Asian voices but other people of color, other different backgrounds, um, because it's important. Because we want to have those conversations, um, because it's really important, but yeah. Mm. That's that's all. If it, were,
4: if it was only one person saying this stuff, we would still have Mickey Rooney
2: <laughs> playing Asians
0: <laughs> on screen. Sorry, yeah. I shouldn't laugh. That was horrible. <laughs> um. Also, shout out to the marvelous Johnny. Um, oh follow yeah, follow him on TikTok. Mm-hmm. And what's the this? Mixed uh, anxious. Yeah, mixed and anxious. Mixed and anxious. Yes. So check them out as well, um, as well as the as well as their podcast on Twitch. Um, I will. I, I'll, I'll be there in chat tomorrow. Oh yeah. Uh, also, just just to. Uh, uh, I know I, I use this analogy a lot, but like. Imagine, you know, if if you're if you're right handed, like the world is just regular, but imagine if you're left handed and the desk that you sat in in elementary school wasn't comfortable because it didn't support your arm because it it sweeps the right arm. Imagine every notebook you ever bought doesn't work right. You have to write sideways so that you Mm -hmm. don't smudge your own writing. I don't imagine imagine I'm actually left handed. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So uh, imagine you want to learn guitar. But you can't find a (laughs) left-handed guitar anywhere. You walk into Guitar Center, you can't touch 99% of anything in there. Imagine your friends want to go play baseball. You don't have a mitt, but no one has a spare mitt that you can use. For all of those people, the world is just regular. But for anyone that's not in that position, the world is awkward and it's difficult, and you have to consciously, you are consciously aware of it at all times. Imagine that's your life. Now imagine if you find a left-handed guitar, you find a left-handed mid, how amazing that would feel for you. Anyone who's right-handed might pick up that left-handed guitar, might pick up those left-handed scissors and be like, this is weird and uncomfortable and I don't like it. But just understand, there's a large population that need that now. If you put it over to Asians, they're the majority of the planet. Like, why wouldn't they? <laughs> you know, that's what representation is for everyone. Um, so again, don't be afraid of the difficult conversation. Don't feel. Don't have your walls automatically come up and feel like I'm not. I'm not doing anything wrong. Just just listen to how they feel and who knows it might change your heart that's all and that's the purpose of this so everyone who's here every still here thank you for for sitting on this episode this has been enlightening for me hope it was for everyone else yeah it's fun um yeah I, I appreciate all of you guys you are all welcome back um we love you guys here on the high ground but we'll sign off and may the force be with you always
2: goodbye